Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board today. It is a glorious day to be alive in the freest country on the planet. And here in this freest country, on this radio show, we believe in parental rights. Yes, sir, Ree Bob, we, we believe that, that parents are in charge of their kids' education. Now, Governor Newsom will tell you he believes that as well. He believes in parental rights. That's what he told the nation in his debate with Ron DeSantis. But DeSantis, uh, you know, he broke out the, the receipts. He talked about the governor's policies, but really, they show otherwise. They um, They state the opposite that indeed the governor does not believe in parental rights. We think that uh, we think parental rights here are important. And, you know, we know that there's a lot of schools out there. We've talked about it. We've cataloged it. There are a lot of schools out there that, you know, they're not on board with this whole idea of parental rights. They would, uh, they would rather make it a policy to keep things from parents, to keep parents in the dark. And we know why we do. It sounds conspiratorial, but we know why. We know because there are Marxists in charge and Marxists want to divide the family. They want to split it right down the middle. They want the kids and the parents at odds with each other and want the parents left in the dark so they can then raise and train the kids in the way that they think the kids should be raised and trained. That's that's the name of the game. Let's get a hold of the minds of the young people. Um what did Rush used to call them? Uh, young skulls full of mush. That's what he used to call them. Young skulls full of mush. So we can mold them and shape them in our image. And then the way that we think they should think. Oh, uh, it's so true. It, it, it it's, That's what the Marxists are all about. I've got a clip here. I don't know that I'm going to get to it today. But I've got a, a clip of a congressional hearing where they're talking about TikTok. And uh, and really, the purpose of TikTok is to shape the way a generation thinks, and specifically to shape the way the generation thinks about the CCP and the quote unquote Chinese democracy. Yeah, wh- whatever they can do to get a hold of the of the thinking of of young people, that's what they're willing to do. However, there are schools out there. There are public schools out there that do believe in parental rights and they that you know they, they believe that parents need to need to be aware uh, there are there are plenty of them and you might live in a in a school district where you know you've checked into it you know you've asked you know what's your policy and maybe they've told you our policy is to inform parents and you know so so maybe you you know you're you're, you're set at ease with that Maybe you're like, okay, well, I mean, that's that's their policy. I've checked in on it. I've done my due diligence. I've done my homework. I'm sending my my children to that public school because they have said that they believe in parental rights and they're going to keep me informed. They're going to keep me in the loop. All right, great. Absolutely fantastic. But, but, and here's the big but, do all the teachers also follow that policy? Are all of the teachers in that school building or in that school district, are they all willing to follow the school policy? Do the teachers also believe 
that parental rights are important and parents have the ultimate say. Parents have the ultimate authority on what, you know, on on on, on the road that their children are going to take in terms of of gender choice. Which I, I cannot even believe that I'm saying that. I cannot believe that that I that that I'm saying these words. That parents have the right and authority to direct their kids on which gender they will choose to be. Parents directed it on the day that, parents didn't direct it. God Almighty directed it on the day the child was conceived. Not the day the child was born. The day the child was conceived, God Almighty said, you're going to either be a boy or you're going to be a girl. Uh-huh. And, and now these kids are being told, you know, God got it wrong. You know, first we were told that there is no God. First, you know, kids were told you came from a monkey. Yeah, sorry, that gorilla down there, He's your great, 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 great granddaddy. Well, that's, you know, that that seems to, I don't think that took too much. I mean, it's it's still talked about in the scientific community. Evolution is still this this understood thing. We we evolved. You know what people know, people know it's not true. People know we didn't evolve. People, people know there's a creator involved in all of this. And because of that, the Marxists have had to. Uh, rewrite that portion of their playbook and come out and say, well, the creator made a mistake. The creator blew it. Uh-huh. The creator made you a boy when in fact you should be a girl or vice versa. All right. So it, even though even though your public school might have the policy that says, hey, mom, dad, we're going to inform you. We're going to keep you in the loop. Even though that could be a thing, you also might have teachers in those school buildings within that district who disagree with that policy and are going to do their own thing regardless. Oh, that wouldn't happen, would it? <laughs> yes, of course it would happen. It happens. Uh, it happens constantly. Uh, you know it does. I'm holding an article here. This uh, this is from a little uh, Southern Illinois school district called Redbud Community Unit School District 132. Redbud. I mean, if that isn't small town middle America, I don't know what is. If that doesn't speak of Christian conservatism, I don't know what does. Redbud. All right. How many of you saw the movie Funny Farm? Back in the 90s, Chevy Chase. Uh, you know, f- funny farm. It's it, it's it's funny. You know, hence hence its title. You know, Chevy Chase is funny. At least back in the day, he was. So he is this um, this newspaper guy, and he and his wife are going to leave the big city and they're going to move to this uh, this this village out in the country called Redbud. And there he's going to he buys a farmhouse and he's going to write his book. He's going to live his days in, in quiet solitude, and he's going to write his book. And so they they moved they they moved to Redbud, and the whole movie is about Redbud ultimately. And um, you know I'm not going to spoil it for you if you want to go out and watch it. Funny Farm, but you know Redbud. It's just this little small community, and in reality, it is in Southern Illinois. Uh, Redbud community you. you Community Unit School District 132, Superintendent Jonathan Tallman. 
Uh, he's reporting to the Daily Wire. He tells the Daily Wire that um, the school district has a policy uh, which says they would never support hiding any information from parents about school clubs or any school activity. All right, let's just get that out there right, right now, okay? Redbud school district policy is uh, we don't hide things from our parents. We're not going to hide information from our parents uh, about school clubs or school activities. We're not going to keep information from parents. You know, when students come to us and say, yeah, you know, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm thinking I should be that other gender. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to keep that from parents. Jonathan Tallman, that's what he's telling the Daily Wire. However, there is a teacher at Redbud High School who does not agree with that policy. And this teacher at uh, Redbud High School uh, is going, doing her own little end around. Here's this, this article by Leif Lee Mahu. I hope I'm getting your last name right, Leif. A teacher at Redbud High School purposely excluded parents from knowledge about a gay-straight alliance club. Oh, one of the GSAs out there. Okay. And how did this teacher exclude parents from knowledge about the gay-straight gay straight alliance club? Because, I mean, you're supposed to, you know, according to the, to the school district policy, uh, you can't hide information from parents about any school clubs or any school activity. You know, so so how did this teacher perform this end around? Well, uh, in all of the uh, uh, in all of the emails to parents, uh, the the club was not referred to as a gay straight alliance club. I mean, it was simply called bubbles. It's a bubble club. It's where we learn how to blow bubbles. I mean, why do you call your club bubbles? I don't know. Of course, I guess we know. I mean, bubbles. Uh, all right, I'm going to stop. Uh, in in all emails inviting parents to Google meetings about the club, it was simply called bubbles. Now, the teacher, of course, is no longer with the district. We do know that. Uh, but the point here is that the actions of the teachers show how educators across the country will often push to hide information about sexuality and gender and clubs from parents. That's the name of the game. So parents, just because your school district, you know, has a policy that they're going to keep you in the loop, that does not mean that you're being kept in the loop because everybody in the building, everybody on board, everybody involved, they've, they've got to, they've got to be in agreement with the policy and they've got to be willing to follow and support the policy. Um, August 31st of 2022, this is now just coming out, a teacher at Redbud replied to an email from a teacher at Waterloo High School. We've talked about Waterloo High School, and we've talked about this club that they had in Waterloo. And this teacher at Waterloo, you know, was seeking, you know, for information on how she could uh, hide information from parents. That's that's that was the entire point, because she said, uh, you know, some of my students are concerned their parents are going to find out that they want to transition. Well, if mom and dad find out, guess what? Mom and dad are going to put their foot down. 
And mom and dad are going to say, Johnny, you're a boy. Or Janie, you're a girl. And, you know, Janie and Johnny were worried, you know, so this teacher is trying to find a way to, this teacher from Waterloo, she's trying to find a way to, to keep this hidden. And, and and this was the this was the article that we talked about where um, the uh, the AmeriCorps this this government this government agency that supports quote unquote nonprofits that uh, AmeriCorps was involved in this nonprofit from Chicago that told this Waterloo teacher hey we will we'll give you money so you can buy chess binders for these students. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Is is it coming back to your memory now? This is the same Waterloo High School. So now we have this teacher in Redbud emailing back and forth with this teacher uh, at Waterloo asking about uh, platforms that the GSA club should use in the context of some students being concerned about their parents having access to the information about the club. You know, so she's saying, how do we keep uh, how do we keep parents from from finding out about our our gay straight alliance club that we're hosting here and that their kids are in? Gay straight alliance networks are backed by left leaning groups and nonprofits all over the place. And and they've got this entire network of how to keep it hidden. And they work hard at it. Oh, boy, do they work hard at it. So uh, here's the email. I talked about setting up a class in Google Classroom because that's what all of the teachers here are required to use. But some of the kids were worried about their parents having access. The sponsor of Waterloo's GSA Diversity Club wrote to a group of Gay Straight Alliance Illinois advisors. And then the question comes out, what platforms do you use for club communication? Because we have to keep this hidden from parents. We're required to use Google Classroom, but the parents have access to that. So what else could we possibly do? In response, the Redbud teacher explained how parents could be kept out of the loop. Listen to this. Quote, we use Google Classroom. I don't invite parents, though. In the beginning, we named it something that did not identify the group. But the kids knew what it was. Bubbles was what they came up with. Kind of random, but they all knew. Good problem to have, though. Are you getting an increase in allies or students that identify as LGBTQ? We really need more allies in our group. Uh, small little red bud, Southern Illinois. Red state. You know, I mean, well, Illinois is not a red state, I guess, because, you know, they've got this, this Democrat governor that's going to destroy them single-handedly. And, of course, you've got Chicago where, you know, you, you vote early and often. But these, you know, outlying communities in Illinois, they're probably red. These counties, probably red. Redbud, mm, probably red. It, you know, obviously, you know, they have a policy that says we're going to keep parents informed. But then you have this teacher that's in this gay straight alliance chat group and tells this other teacher from Waterloo, hey, here's how I do it. I use Google Classroom, but I don't invite the parents. I mean, the, the, the district has a policy that I have to use Google Classroom. So I do. I just don't invite the parents. And then I, and then I, I, I named the, the, the classroom something innocent, like, well, like bubbles. <laughs> we just came up with bubbles. It's just so random. No one's ever going to. Th- 
They're never going to know. It's the perfect crime. How are they going to figure it out? And then, you know, she tells Waterloo, hey, this is a good problem to have. You know, you have kids in your in your classroom that are that are wanting to keep things hidden from their parents. This is a good problem to have. Yeah, we need we need more kids who want to keep things hidden from their parents. That's a good problem to have. Mm -mm. Are you getting an increase in allies or students that identify? We really need more allies in our group. We need more allies. We need more kids in our group who are willing to keep things from their parents. It's a good problem to have. Uh, all right. I'm up against it. And I just look here. The, the point is, well, let me, let, let me just quote the, the superintendent here. Talman told the Daily Wire that the teacher who wrote that email left the district at the end of the school year of 23. Uh, he also said at some point during the club's existence, it was no longer referred to by the code word bubbles. <laughs> this district does not support whatsoever keeping anything from our parents. And here's the point. You know, the district does not support whatsoever keeping anything from their parents. But that does not mean every every teacher believes what the district believes. So parents, you must stay vigilant. If your child is in a public school and you've done your homework and your due diligence, that the school uh, supports parental rights, unlike Gavin Newsom. You must continue to maintain your diligence to be sure every teacher in that building also is in support of your parental rights. It's paramount that you do this. All right, we're up against the break. We'll pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Lean. Pure with premium ingredients. Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. 
We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us today. You can find us here on AmericaOutloud.news at the world-class media player. Find us here live Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. time slot. Or you can download the uh, America Out Loud Talk Radio app for your Apple, Android, and Alexa. You can listen to us on the go live 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Or, of course, every show goes into podcast the next day. And wherever you find your podcasts, uh, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, you name it, uh, we're there. So thank you for listening. Uh, we didn't see this coming in the Redbud School District. Redbud, this tiny little, uh, I don't know how tiny it is, but it just sounds conservative, doesn't it? Redbud. Uh, out there in the, the southern regions of Illinois. And it's a, it's a school district that says, hey, we're going to inform parents about things. We're going to keep parents in the loop. But yet you've got teachers there that uh, don't, they don't follow that policy and they're not going to keep uh, parents in the loop if they can get away with it. So here's the lesson. Parents, uh, we have to keep our heads on a swivel. Uh, just because we are doing our due diligence to, to check in on our school districts does not mean that, you know, that if the school districts say, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to keep you informed, it doesn't mean that we stop there. Because you've got uh, rogue Marxists everywhere that would love to, that would love to lie to you. They would love to, uh, they would love to get control of the hearts and minds of your children. Oh, Dean, that you're trying to scare us? No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I, I am just, I'm just, I'm just being honest. There are Marxists out there, and that's what they want. They want your kids. They absolutely want your kids. Um, you, you know, I mean, Disney's run by by Marxists, and they've, you know, they've been wanting. I've got an article in here on Disney, by the way. Uh, which I mean, I'm, I don't. Maybe I'll if I have time, we'll get to it. We uh, we did a show. Uh, I don't know, a week or so ago, called uh, The Woke Strikes Back. And, you know, you know, part of that was about, you know, how Disney's striking back. The wokeness of Disney is pushing back where they were going to have their uh, their janitorial staff on their on their name tags begin begin putting their, their preferred pronouns on their name tags. Uh, otherwise, you know, how are people going to know, you know, what they are? You know, so the, the 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 title of the show was that the woke is striking back, the woke's pushing back, and Disney is leading the way. Well, I've got an article here about Disney uh, and how they are paying the price for their wokeness, paying the price for it. Um, and I 
maybe I should just dive into it right now, but there's other things I want to, oh, there's so much I want to get to. Uh, you know what? Let's let let's just go to Disney. Let's just let's just dive in right now. The executives at the Walt Disney Company almost certainly hoped that its newest animated film, Wish, would represent a culmination of 100 years of pop culture ascendancy, a hit on the level of Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, the movie style, story, and songs. I'll deliberately pay homage to those great classics of yesteryear. In an attempt to garner as much nostalgic goodwill as possible for the company's centennial. Instead, it seems more likely that Wish will capstone another year of box office disappointments for the House of Mouse. Oh, man, poor Mickey. In the past, the Thanksgiving holiday weekend has been a great success for Disney. Frozen was released on November 22nd, 2013. It took in $67 million during opening weekend and eventually grossed over $1.2 billion at the box office. Its sequel, Frozen 2, which uh, hardly anyone ever heard of, was released on the same day in 2019. Six years later, achieved a whopping $130 million opening weekend and $1.4 billion overall, becoming the second highest grossing animated film of all time. Only after Disney's own live action remake of The Lion King, which got out there and crushed it, by the way. Lion King crushed it. In contrast, you know, here we are now, now that everyone knows Disney is woke. In contrast, Wish was projected to pull in a lower but still respectable $50 million, 45 to $50 million from November 22nd through no November 26th. I mean, that's not bad. 50 million bucks over a long weekend, but it only ended up with an anemic 31.6 million, according to Hollywood Reporter. 2021's Encanto, which was heavily impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic and overall underperformance at the box office, still managed to take in roughly 40 million in its debut. Debut. 40 million in its debut while um you know, fighting through the uh, the leftover uh, side effects of of this lockdown, it still brings in more than what what Wish is is bringing in. Wish was beaten beaten handily by The Hunger Games, which you know, I mean, okay, the 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 prequel to The Hunger Games, it's probably gonna you know wipe everybody out. Um. It was even edged out at the box office by Ridley Scott's Napoleon, a nearly three-hour behemoth that has received only lukewarm reviews. Uh, Screen Rant reported that the film's second weekend will be an even bigger disaster, with only $7 million at the box office, making Wish an almost guaranteed flop. Another animated film released in 23 under the Disney umbrella, Pixar's Elemental, initially lagged at the box office, garnering only $27 million during its opening weekend in June. Eventually, the movie barely managed to break even, making $495 million worldwide on a $200 million budget. Mmm, man. That is not enough 
for our friends over at Disney. But it was still well behind the pre-pandemic Pixar releases. Should be noted that a film generally needs to make two and a half times its budget to be considered profitable. So if you're only making $5 million more than your budget, mm, sorry. Sorry, you're not on the profitable list. This is a massive problem for Wish, which also had a budget of around $200 million and a worse opening weekend than Elemental. Bum, bum, bum. Disney's last animated November release, 2022's Strange World, only took in a dismal $18 million during its opening weekend and barely made half of its reported budget. Oh, man. It only made half of its budget. I tell you what, uh, we're, we're tired of it. Now, I didn't see uh, Elemental. I didn't see Strange World. I mean, I heard about Strange. I'm not going to see Wish either. Um, you, you know, but I heard Strange World was was definitely a strange world. And you know, Americans are tired of it. Disney, we're, we're tired of of your your wokeness and your in that you're just pushing back against us. And I hope that you're feeling the, the, the crunch over there. Disney's live action movies have fared even worse. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Haunted Mansion, The Marvels, and the live action remake of The Little Mermaid cost over a billion dollars to make. That doesn't include po post-production and advertising costs. And all of them flopped hard. Oh, man. A major reason for Disney's recent spate of commercial flops is its full-throated embrace of leftist social causes, particularly the LGBT ideology. The company has practically become the industry leader in pushing leftist propaganda on kids. Uh, GLAAD announced in October, GLAAD, by the way, stands for Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Okay, So GLAAD announced in October that Disney is one of the top companies in Hollywood for LGBT inclusive content. Uh-huh. Top-ranking employees within the company have admitted that they are pushing a not-at-all secret gay agenda with their programming. It's very true. Uh, and we've covered that here. However, the backlash from conservatives has been just as robust as leftist praise. According to a Rasmussen Report survey released in early October, 60% of Republicans hold an unfavorable view of Disney, including 35% who say they have a very unfavorable opinion. I would imagine that's maybe mostly in this audience. I would I would have to think both the Ant-Man and Indiana Jones sequels were torched by fans for seemingly trying to replace their titular heroes with younger female counterparts. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Ant-Man's daughter has become a teenage activist fighting against oppression and eventually acquires a super-powered suit similar to her father's. In the latest Indiana Jones movie, Indy's goddaughter, Helena, is also an archaeologist on the hunt for rare artifacts. And when she is accused of stealing items from Native peoples, she quips, it's called capitalism. <laughs> and we're just tired of these, of these backhanded slaps. 
We're tired of it. Yeah, no, it's not called capitalism. That's called thievery, you buffoon. Uh, not capitalism. Two of Disney's animated films released in 2022, Lightyear, which, by the way, was another flop, and Strange World, were were destroyed by conservatives for pushing LGBT themes. Lightyear included a same-sex kiss between two female characters, which was initially omitted from the film, but was, but was reinstated by Disney after Florida passed a bill banning classroom discussion on sexual orientation and gender identity for young children. Uh, and and this is this is uh, you know we talked about this bill yesterday. So after Florida passes this bill, Disney is like, all right, oh, okay, we're going to show you, Florida, we're going to we're going to put this this scene in our cartoon of, of of two females kissing. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh huh. Yeah, take that. And and you know they paid the price for it because Lightyear was a massive flop. Uh, Strange World upped the ante by introducing Disney's uh, gay main character, whose romance with another boy is a is a major plot line. Oh, I'm so grateful I didn't see that. The movie also pushed uh, <laughs> pushed uh, environmentalist uh, messages. Mm. Its other animated movie released last year, Turning Red, was criticized for having sexual themes in a line echoing the pro-abortion my body, my choice mantra. Disney movies that haven't come out yet are already getting blasted for catering to the woke crowd. The company's live-action remake of Snow White made headlines for the wrong reasons after star Rachel Zegler made disparaging comments about the 1937 classic, which was also the company's first full-length animated film. And here's what she said. I just mean that it's no longer 1937. We absolutely wrote a Snow White who's not going to be saved by the prince. And she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's going to be dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be. And the leader that her late father told her she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. I mean, okay, that's, uh, I mean, that's a great storyline. But it's not the Snow White storyline, all right? It's it's not Snow White. <laughs> I mean, how is this so hard? After it was revealed that the iconic seven dwarves had been reimagined as seven magical creatures who didn't resemble the original characters at all, Disney backtracked on their design in the face of intense backlash. In the wake of all the bad press, the studio pushed the project to 2025. In the meantime, you know, Daily Wire has come out with their own version of Snow White, which, you know, it's probably going to be fantastic. Uh, it probably is. I mean, if if Daily Wire keeps going the way they're going, um, you know, they are going to be the uh, they're going to be the, the studio of choice. Uh, while Wish hasn't received nearly as much scrutiny as other Disney movies of the last couple of years. Some have pointed out that its central theme could be problematic. Uh, Daily Wire co-founder Ben Shapiro pointed out that, quote, it seems that the plot is essentially about how God is bad. So what is So what it is, is a king who grants people's wishes, 
but he has an apprentice. And this apprentice finds out that the king is only selectively granting people's wishes and is picking and choosing. This is a terrible, terrible thing. She will grant everyone's wishes instead, he added sarcastically, which you don't have to go far afield to understand that what this kind of is, is, you know, quote, God is bad because he said no to you sometimes. So it would be better if there were an empowered female character to go up there and make sure that all the wishes be granted across the board. Hmm. While Disney's animated films have struggled this year, its main competitors thrived, here we go, and largely stayed out of politics. Well, 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 what do you know about that? Maybe Americans just want some entertainment that's not laced in a political agenda. Huh? Huh? You ever think of that? Sony Pictures Animation, DreamWorks, and Illumination have all seen massive hits in 23, with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Puss in Boots, uh, and, the, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, Sony's Across the Spider-Verse uh, did garner attention after some fans speculated that several minute details in the movie suggested one of the main characters, Gwen Stacy, was transgender. But ultimately, the backlash against the alleged insinuation pales in comparison to what Disney has faced over the past couple of years. Overall, the success of those films in 23 indicate that there is still a robust demand for kids' animated content. And uh, on top of all of this, I, I saw a report recently, the other day, that Disney has lost how many how many subscribers this year? Uh, I think over 300,000 in the first quarter and the second quarter. 300 in the first, 300 in the second. Maybe I shouldn't be quoting that. Uh, I don't have the article in front of me, but it was massive. I mean, it was a huge amount of subscribers that they lost on Disney+. Plus. And this was all before uh, this recent uh, kerfuffle with Elon Musk. I'm telling you, we're, we're tired of it. Americans are tired of it. And we're keeping our heads on a swivel and we're paying attention to what's going on around us. All right, we'll pick it up on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. 
From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board today. Thank you for joining us. So, you know, I guess we've we've discovered that Disney is learning their lesson the hard way. And that's okay. We're, we're completely, you know, we're, we're fine with that. We're okay if these woke corporations want to learn their lesson the hard way. And... This next article I want to go over really um, well. I guess let me let me set it up. A couple of days ago, uh, you know, we're talking about um, companies learning this lesson the hard way, and it looks like the APA, the the American uh, Psychiatry Association, is going to you know they're going to learn their lesson the hard way. Are they though? I mean, are they really going to? Is the APA really gonna gonna learn their lesson? I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't know. It remains to be seen. So they've they've issued this textbook, which is to be used to train you know new counselors on how to affirm gender. All right, that's what that's what the APA is doing here in America. While uh, just a couple of days ago, this there, there's this article that comes out of a Finnish study. Finland, mental health issues persist after transgender medical treatment. Okay, so the other day I read to you that the forward in this book uh, that that the APA is 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 putting out, uh, and it's their opinion. It's the APA's opinion that uh, affirming gender uh, helps uh, these these individuals, and it reduces suicide. It. Um, you know, reduces medical issues, you know, once they they transition. That's the APA stance. This Finnish study says the exact opposite. Uh, Despite what advocates claim, many people who undergo transgender medical treatment continue to need significant psychiatric treatment afterwards. Despite what the APA claims, this study has discovered the exact opposite. According to a peer-reviewed study conducted by three Finnish researchers, the study appeared last month in the journal European Psychiatry, which is published by Cambridge University Press. I wonder if they're going to send a copy to the APA. You think? You think they're going to send a copy of this study to the I wish they would. I wish somebody from Finland would send a copy of this study to our friends at the APA. The researchers looked at 3,665 people who contacted Finland's gender identity services. This was between 1996 to 2019. So this is this is you know this is longitudinal. This has got some time behind it. But both before and after contacting gender identity services, 
They present with many more common psychiatric needs than do their matched population controls, even when medical gender assignment interventions are carried out, the study says. Hmm, well, 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 what have we here? A little bit of truth for our friends at the APA and for our friends at the uh, Academy of Pediatrics. Patients are coming in for transgender medical treatment at ever younger ages and with more psychiatric needs, the study said, and their psychiatric needs persist regardless of treatment. Adolescents and girls in particular are seeking out the treatments more often, the study noted. The researchers also noticed a marked increase in the gender dysphoric group's psychiatric needs over time. Um, I think it's important to note that they're coming in for transgender medical treatment at ever younger ages and with more psychiatric needs. And their psychiatric needs persist regardless of treatment. That's an important point to make. And th the reason, in my humble non-medical opinion, the reason that the psychiatric needs persist after you know, going through a, trans, uh, a transgender medical treatment is because a transgender medical treatment does not get to the heart of the matter. It doesn't get to the issues that these young people are struggling with and dealing with. I mean, that's just, it is just plain and simple. <laughs> From the untrained eye, which happens to be very trained, by the way, I, uh, I don't see it any other way. You know, they're, they're coming in for, for transgender medical treatment at younger ages. And after the treatment, their uh, psychiatric needs persist. They're still there. Uh, it, because, you know, turning Johnny into Janie is not the answer to, to the things that Johnny's struggling with. It's not, it's not the issue. Uh, we got to get to the heart of the issue in the lives of these kids. And you have, uh, you, you have loads of counselors being sponsored by the APA and elsewhere that are, are falling, uh, down on these public schools cascading down upon these public schools and making sure they tell these kids in these public schools, by golly, you're probably opposite gender. That's your problem. Your problem is God made a mistake. He should not have made you a man uh, instead of actually dealing with the issue. Uh, the article continues. The most common psychiatric problem was severe mood disorders which were more prevalent in the gender dysphoric group than the control group. The second most common problem was anxiety disorders, which were about the same for both groups. Huh. But after gender treatment, the anxiety disorders persisted. After gender treatment, the mood disorders persisted. Hmm. The study also found that people seeking transgender treatments now tend to have more psychiatric issues than the people who sought out treatment in the 90s and early 2000s. Well, isn't that interesting? Do you think uh, the, the fact that it's being pushed in our elementary and middle and high school so prevalently uh, has anything to, to, to do with that? Huh? Huh? 
anyone out there who, who would agree with me on that? One of the study's authors uh, who helped pioneer transgender hormone treatments for children in Europe now sounds the alarm on medicalizing gender distressed children. Kaltiala, Dr. Ritta Karuta Kaltiala. Ah, I apologize. I just destroyed your name, probably. Back in 2011, Kaltiala was put in charge of the youth gender clinic at Finland's Tampere University Hospital. And she had concerns from the start. Quote, we were being told to intervene in healthy, functioning bodies simply on the basis of a young person's shifting feelings about gender, Katiala said last month. The young people we were treating were not thriving. Instead, their lives were deteriorating. Holy smokes. But yet, they were being told to intervene in their lives and to alter their healthy functioning bodies simply because they're shifting feelings about gender. They're young people. Of course, they're going to have shifting feelings about things, possibly even gender. So, so a young person comes in with a shifting feeling about gender and, and, and our APA over here in America says, yeah, we need to affirm that. Yeah. yeah we, we need to go with that. And then we need to transition these kids first socially, then legally, then medically. Mm, it is asinine. Katiala also sounded the alarm on American medicine pushing the affirming model of transgender services for children. We're sorry, we are we're sounding the alarm as well, Katiala. We're sounding it here, uh, and you know the more we talk about it, the more people are going to wake up. Dean, are you talking today about about transgender? Yes, we're talking about it again because the more we talk about it the more people are going to wake up. The more we talk about woke Disney, the more people are going to wake up. The more we talk about what's happening in public schools, people are going to start waking up. And even though their public school has a policy of informing parents, people still need to be on the alert and, and they need to keep their heads on a swivel and they need to do their due diligence and go to that public school and make sure the teachers in that building are following the policy. Because we saw here in Redbud, uh, you know, that there was a teacher not following the policy, you know, subverting, going around the backs of parents and creating this, this gay straight alliance club, but calling it bubbles, uh, you know, putting it out there in the, in, in the Google classroom and calling it bubbles so there wouldn't be any questions from parents. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about it. We're going to stay on the alert. Hundreds of teen girls in the U.S., some as young as 12, have gotten elective gender-related double mastectomies to remove their healthy breasts over the last few years. This is according to this article. Hundreds, some as young as 12, healthy young ladies uh, are destroying their lives because we have counselors in, in public schools that are telling them, yeah, you should probably do this. Meanwhile, gender identity changes are more popular than ever among children. An estimated 300,000 minors aged 13 to 17 identified as transgender as of last year. Um, and uh, I, It's not their fault. It's not the kid's fault you know, that they're identifying um, 
it's the fault of the adults in the school building. Mm -hmm. That's who I blame. I blame the adults in the school building. I also, you know, I'm, I'm blaming the adults in the colleges. So I'm, I'm holding this article here. New article. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is an article highlighting the anger and outrage from Megyn Kelly and, and Piers Morgan. They're reacting to two biological men taking top spots in women's cyclocross championships. All right, listen to this. Uh, Megyn Kelly and Piers Morgan. Uh, are reacting. Tessa Michael Johnson and Evelyn Williamson took home the gold and silver medals in the women's single speed category of the competition women's cyclocross championships, uh, leaving only one spot for a woman on the podium. Tessa Johnson, or his name is Michael. Evelyn Williamson, I don't know Evelyn's you know real name. I don't know. Uh, these are two men, and they've entered women's cyclocross, uh, the championship. And, of course, they're, they're going to win. Because, Of course, they're going to win. Third place goes to a woman who would have been on the podium as first place. The fact that you have this, this sport, this organization, allowing these two men to ride as women and then letting them stand on the podium is asinine. The host of the Sirius XM Megan Kelly Show podcast had only one word for the insanity, and that word is infuriating. Well, I can think of a few more words, uh, Megan. Uh, Kelly's post also included a link to the report slamming USA Cycling for allowing men to race in women's categories all over the U.S. <laughs> uh, you know, so not only is it the fault of, uh, of, of adults in the school building and adults in the colleges. It's it's the fault of these organizations. USA Cycling is a joke, in my opinion. Uh, NCAA Swimming is a joke, in my opinion. Not only these organizations, not only uh, you know officials at colleges and schools, but our our government leaders, our government leaders have to be held accountable. I am holding an article here in just the next few minutes before this show ends. I don't even know if I'm going to have enough time. You've heard about this. I'm sure you have. A subpoena request filed in Congress to grant lawmakers access to the flight logs connected to deceased financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein was blocked last week by Senator Dick Durbin. The Democrat from 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 what state is he from? Oh, he's from Illinois. Dick Durbin, the Democrat senator from Illinois. Illinois, my friends, is a political cesspool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a political cesspool. Durbin leads the Senate Judiciary Committee. He rejected the request brought forward by Tennessee Republican Senator Marshall Blackburn. Blackburn accused Durbin of standing in the way of certifying the request after a contentious committee meeting on Thursday. Uh, she posted to X, why are Democrats or what are Democrats trying to hide? Uh, Senator Durbin blocked my request to subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Now, kids, there is only one reason 
you would block a request to subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. There's only one reason. Uh, and it's because you're about to be uh, you're about to be discovered. You and all your cronies are about to be found out by the world, by the masses. I, I mean, the fact that our Justice Department isn't pursuing this is is heinous. It's outrageous. Uh, and congratulations to to Marshall Blackburn for uh, attempting to at least file this subpoena. During a committee hearing last month, this was from November, uh, back in early November, I think, uh, surrounding, so this committee meeting hearing surrounding Durbin's attempts to investigate Supreme Court ethics issues, Blackburn filed the request in the upper chamber amid a fiery exchange between the two lawmakers. Blackburn announced a series of subpoena requests, including one against Epstein's estate to identify everyone listed on the flight records that have been said to include several high-profile figures worldwide. Uh-huh. I mean, there's more to this article. I don't have time to read it. I just, uh, we have got to, it's up to us. It's up to we, the people. We have to hold our, 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 our officials accountable in our local public schools. We have to hold corporations accountable that we're going to buy and sell with. Uh, you know, we have to hold uh, university leadership accountable. We have to hold organizations accountable. We have to hold government leaders accountable. Uh, if we are to keep America the way we want it kept. All right. That's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.